It's the True Achievements Podcast. On today's show, I can't find my keys. Doom is back, but is it back to its best? Xbox 1.5. We discuss the Xbox hardware rumours. World War 1 or World War 3. Battlefield and Call of Duty traders released. Money for old achievements. Xbox Canada offers discounts based on your gamer score. And Contest Galore. We check on the progress of UHH and Leapfrog. All this and more on your site redesigning, Easter egg hunting, genre voting, True Achievements podcast. Hello and welcome to the True Achievements podcast for the end of May 2016. Uh, I'm your host Rich. With me today I have the usual pair of Jack and Dave. Hi guys. Hello. You alright? Very well. How are you? Buzzing. <laughs> Buzzing, yes. Buzzing because it's nearly E3 time, which uh, as every gamer knows is when we can all get excited about new IPs and new hardware and then just see a load of sequels to existing games <laughs> um <laughs> we'll come on to e3 in a bit uh, but before we get on to that let's talk about what we've been playing so there's been a couple of big releases over the last couple of weeks um i've picked up doom and um uncharted 4 which i won't talk about in this show but um dave you also picked up doom yeah uh, i thought we'd start by talking about that okay i was a big fan of the original uh, Doom series on PlayStation. Um, I played Doom 1 and 2 and Final Doom, I believe it was called, or Ultimate Doom, uh, which I think was some sort of combination. Uh, I absolutely love the games. They're quite iconic, classic titles. Um, and this, I didn't play Doom 3 at all, um, but uh, saw the adverts for Doom 4 and uh, really liked the look of it. So picked up a couple of weeks ago. And... First impressions are pretty good, actually. Uh, I was really, really impressed that they did a lot of stuff that just totally reminded me of the original. Right? Did you Did you play the original game, Steve? No, I, I think I was like young at the time, and it was one of them ones that my mum and dad. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was young too. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never played. I think I, I'm pretty certain it was like. No, you're not playing them. <laughs> <type of thing>. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Yes. Um, okay, so there's a lot of stuff in this new version that reminded me um, of the original, which is obviously what they've gone for. Uh, so there's stuff like the speed of the speed of your movement. Um, it's incredibly slick, incredibly fast moving around. There's no run mode. You're just constantly running, uh, it feels like. Uh, really, really slick. It's almost like playing, you know... You know when you play like um, Call of Duty on a console and then you go and see someone playing it on a PC with a really powerful PC? It's sort of that level of slickness, like yeah. really, really fast. Um, I like the fact you just run over items to pick them up. I mean, how many games you have to bend down, press X when you're close and do that? Now you just literally bang over them, you pick them up. So that's like um, ammo, health. Uh, and on that topic, of course, there's no auto-recovering health in this game. No. Just like classic Doom, um, you get you have a life bar, but um, as it goes down, the only way to get it back up again is to go and pick up health um, packs. There are the famous exploding red barrels. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no reloading. Oh, I suppose there is reloading. There is reloading for the shotguns, but apart from that, all weapons just fire constantly. Yeah, but it's automatic. You don't have to actually reload. Yeah, there's here. no manual reload. No, exactly. Um the monsters themselves, the demons, they are souped-up versions of the originals, pretty much all of them. Like the first, Minor spoiler, but there's a level about halfway through where you go to hell, um, and that's the first time that I saw three um, of the demons that just brought back so many memories. There's the flying skulls, yeah. the um, the round head things, the large red ball face things that fly... Um, and then the Minotaurs with the green fireballs. Now, all of those demons are so ingrained on my brain. And that was like a real, like, whoa, this is awesome uh, moment. Um, 
and then of course the keys so lots of the map will be locked off um by a particular colored door so you'll need to pick up a red key for a red door blue key for a blue door etc um, and all those things i felt really reminded me of the original games they've done that really really well by not trying to be too different i don't know whether they did the same with um the previous doom because i didn't play it but um all of this stuff i thought was really really nostalgic and really really worked but it, it's not without its problems for me <laughs> this game right. um now I, I haven't finished it yet have you have you completed it uh, I've got maybe one, two chapters left, I think. I think there's 13 in it, so I've got the last couple. There are 13, yeah. I've just finished seven, so I'm I'm literally halfway through. Um, I have issues with the level design. So in the old Doom, there are the original Doom games. There's probably four or five levels that I can remember. They stick in my head like 20 years later. They're that iconic to me. I played them so many times. There were particular shapes or had particular features in them that just just stick in my head as being really memorable levels um these ones they're just they're just too sprawling they feel too large like there's been various times when i've been playing a level and i think i've come to the end of it and then it just sort of all starts again and there's another huge <laughs> part of the map that's op- that opens up yeah i had a particular problem on i think the f- third level which is it's just vast i mean you can look on there's a 3d map that you can look at throughout the game um, on every level and uh it's it's a sort of standard gameplay tactic where initially as you walk around you can only see what you've what you've been close to so the map gradually gets larger as you explore uh, but there is a there's also uh, maps that you can pick up at certain points on the level and once you've got them that unlocks the whole the whole map and you can see the whole thing and the third level is just so ridiculously enormous <laughs> um <laughs> and there are there there are weird there are things you need to pick up to unlock parts of the level and they're not necessarily keys uh, just sometimes there are there are things around dead people's necks that you need to pick up that happen to open doors somewhere far away on the map and this particular level i'd literally i i felt like i'd explored the whole thing four or five times like every it felt like i'd gone through every nook and cranny i think i i played the level for about 2 hours trying to trying to figure <laughs> out how to get to this final section and what it was there was one dead guy in round a corner um like on a weird in a weird part of the map right in the corner where i had to jump up a couple of places and turn around a corner and then this there was just this the only thing there was just a dead bloke lying in the corner with a little key around his neck and and that's what i had to get but honestly like i spent a good hour just trying to find what i what i had to do to open this door it was really ridiculously annoying um plus there's a lot of verticality in this game so the original dooms were completely uh, well, virtually completely flat vertically, so pretty much all on one level. This game has, has lots of verticality, but it's also very difficult to die, I found. like if, Especially on that third level, there was lava everywhere, so you'd have to do lots of platformy, jumpy, jumpy, jumpy bits right on the edge of each platform to get to the next one. And I found myself, every time you, you die, the, the checkpointing I found is quite brutal as well. Yeah, can send you back a really long way. Um, so that was frustrating as well. I'd, I'd be jumping around trying to find out what to do. The next thing you know, just mistime something slightly, and you are quite long as well. Some of those like platformy sections. They are. They? Yeah, the levels. Are, I think the levels are just way too long. I'd much prefer like fifty levels, all of the, about a third of the size. Um, it probably took me a while to get used to doing because all shooters nowadays they're just so linear. Yeah, and playing this, it's me like a, probably that third level. I know it's one you're at because I was similar looking for the keys for ages and ages. <laughs> it's really, I just think it's badly designed. Yeah, um, because they're so big, I don't think there's any need to have them quite so massive. And the, um, do you know the tower? The one after that was yeah. I was just about to say that. So there's a level after that third level. I think there's it's maybe two levels later, which is just this tower that you have to climb, and it is huge <laughs> just goes on forever like you think you're you think you're at the top and then there's another like 50 levels to go up and all of it is platforming timing jumping on things that move and obviously any slip and you're just you just die all the way back down just plummet to your death have you got um, the bfg yet no i haven't quite got to that i've just finished the the hell level which was awesome actually which was really good quite tough <laughs> it feels like ammo is quite limited 
I quite often find myself running out of ammo on my favourite weapons. You don't you don't get that much, do you? The, no, the I ammo. Saying that as I as I've gone on now and kind of upgraded Doom Guy a bit. Yeah. The one of the uh you get I think it's armor, health and ammo. So yes, that's right. Yeah, three like, choices. I've fully upgraded the ammo, so I'm doing all right now. Oh, okay. The first thing I did was upgrade the health because I just it frustrated me when I was dying so much. Um, but yeah, there is there is quite a lot of upgrading in this, yeah. uh, which is obviously very different to the original game. So there's none of that. So you can upgrade, as you say, uh, your armor, your health, and your um, and your ammo. But also the weapons themselves can be upgraded, and your your suit as well. So there's oh, I found all of that slightly complicated. To be honest, I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to be spending my various points on to make the best the best use of them. Um also each each weapon seems to have two different skill trees almost. Yeah. That you can choose between. Um and it's not obvious which would be the best choice on any of those I've I've found. Um but the general shooting's great. The demons are good fun. There's an entirely new mechanic where um, if you get someone, if you're shooting a demon and they're almost dead, they flash blue and orange, and um, you can then do a what do they call it? Glory kill. A glory kill. Some of them, are which brutal. is <laughs> yeah, really violent um, execution move, basically. Um, and that's that's good fun. And if you manage to pull one of those off, then generally some health will fly out of them. Yeah. So if you're running low on health, um, that's quite a, that's quite a cool way to get some stuff back. Uh, and it, and they're very graphic. Like you'll rip off an arm, and smash <laughs> them in the face with it, or stick your hand through their chest and rip out their heart. It's like it's pretty cool. I've really enjoyed all that stuff. I think all those little touches are really neat. The chainsaw is cool as well. Chainsaw's excellent. <laughs> you literally scythe people down the middle. Um, but I found like you, I get to use it about twice, and then it runs out of yeah. juice. I suppose it would be too powerful otherwise, because you like, can literally take uh, out some. Feel sorry about like the demons like putting his arms up, trying to stop you, and you just like straight through his arms. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, there's also one deal with like this flying, screaming woman oh, demon, oh, and she just oh, you, you just about get your focus on her, and she'll immediately zoom behind you. It's like what. Can't can't actually get a shot off. Yeah, she kind of teleports. Yeah, that is that's annoying. I found that quite annoying. Um, but generally, I'm quite enjoying it. I think I think the levels are good. They're just too big. Yeah, it's been my one flaw. I haven't really dived into the multiplayer. You've played a bit, haven't you, Dave? Yeah, that was probably like one of the first things I did because the beta looked good from what I saw of that. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. quite fun. It's really slick. It's all the same. You know, all about picking up the armor and health and ammo as you go but so there's various different modes aren't there yeah you only get two weapons Ooh. so you don't have the full array of so you kind of choose a loadout right yeah and at first i struggled but then once i got to create a loadout i just picked up the shotgun and that just seemed like the way to go yeah there's some slightly the odd they get one of the default loadouts is the main weapon is a rocket launcher yeah. which is just seems a very bizarre <laughs> choice <laughs> yeah. um so uh what what modes have you been playing because i had a quick dive in but i just played team deathmatch yeah that's um, pretty much mainly what i did okay i think there's about six different yeah. game modes um i the stuff i'm reading online there's a lot of, a lot of love for the multiplayer um yeah, so it's, it's i, I like think very fast paced it's really quick yeah it reminds me of like early halo sort of yeah that's what i thought Okay, so you enjoying it? Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, definitely. You would. Um, have you, have you had to play to with like the 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 gate? Well, the map builders. No, I haven't had a go on that yet. That is so detailed; it's untrue. It's a bit like um, kind of. It reminded me of some of the stuff that, that you do in the tutorials. Seemed a bit like Project Spark. You know, like you can set right okay paths for the demons where they're going to walk, how they're going to react oh, wow. to different things and stuff. It's in really in depth. Wow. Okay, the the menu the main menu system is really basic. It's like it's just yeah. three. There's like campaign, multiplayer, and whatever that's called. I can't remember what it's called now. Snap, snap, snap level. Or, yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's just it's not really it doesn't drag you in at all. It doesn't really promote that. But it, it reloads the, the whole game. It does reload the whole game mode. when you choose a different thing. I thought I was, I was I'd played like four levels of the campaign and I went to have a go on multiplayer and it said. We are now going to reload your. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I was like, "Well, am I not going to lose all my progress? Am I? This is terrible." Uh, but it didn't. Luckily, it's just a slightly odd, clunky menu system. Um, 
Cool. Okay. Um, Jack, what have you been up to? Um, I've been playing a new Call of Duty DLC. Ah, what's that called? Uh, so it's the second DLC pack, and it's called Eclipse. And it came out, I think, mid-April for PlayStation users, and a month later for Xbox users. So I've been um, chipping away at it on the Xbox One, and I just finished it the other night, and so I've earned all the achievements in it now. Um, but it, uh, obviously um, the achievements were only added for the Zombies mode, but it does add four multiplayer maps as well. Okay. So you got four new maps for Spire, Rift, Knockout, and Verge. Um, I haven't touched those at all, but I imagine they'd be pretty good because they're generally quite solid in terms of maps. Yeah. Um, How was the Zombies? So Zombies was really good. Um, I'm not that great at Zombies. <laughs> it's... Uh, but it's, um, it's, yeah, it has been good. So there's a bit of an overarching story to it. So obviously the second DLC pack, um, you play as the, a group of characters called the Origins characters, and you're trying to stop the zombie apocalypse that's kind of happening. And in this uh, DLC, you end up stranded in a remote island in the Pacific, and there's some secret biological research lab. And obviously the premise of Zombies, you can either play it kind of two ways. Um, you can just play and try and get to a high round just by killing zombies and you kind of earn money as you kill them. And then you can open doorways, uh, buy guns off the walls. But there's also typically an Easter egg hidden in the level yes. as well. Um, which is, I'd say, the other main way to play. And this one was ridiculously detailed in terms of what you had to do. It took about maybe two and a half hours to complete. Wow, okay. They seem to be getting more and more obscure. Yeah, it was uh, definitely obscure, but it was um, quite good fun. Um, it added a little bit to the overarching story and uh, well worth a play. So I've played probably four of the proper zombie modes mm -hmm. over, over the last few years in different CODs. And the thing that amazes me, as you say, is that these Easter eggs are so complicated but someone originally discovers how they yeah. all work and then they, they sort of through word of mouth because there's no way you can do it without having someone on your team that knows what they're doing generally yeah exactly well with these ones uh, they're almost so in depth now that each person almost needs a specific role i mean yeah to okay. give you an idea of some of the steps involved in this one um you start with a level you open a couple of doors and then they're kind of totems um, with three specific blocks and each player that's in the game has three randomized challenges assigned to them that they have to complete. And then after you complete the challenges, you can uh, pour two buckets of water into different areas of the map at once to turn on power. Uh, then you've got to water plants to get specific things. Uh, oh you've got God. to fight like a sub-boss halfway through. And you've got to use a specific um, gumball, which gives you an ability to teleport to a place on the map and perform an action there. Then collect three different collectibles and oh, wow. it's uh, it's insane but as you say people figure it out and i'm not entirely sure how um yeah i wonder if some of the stuff or if try out just sort of leak it out to some some mm. people and then they they go and spread it over over time maybe yeah yeah it's quite uh, quite good fun though um definitely worth a play and um, the easter eggs quite challenging again um, just like the last DLC map, that one was quite challenging too. Cool. Um, you been playing anything else? Uh, I've been churning through Project Spark. So it's something I started a long time ago, and they've just announced server closures for it. Yeah, so this is quite a big, big news story from the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so on August the 12th, um, they've announced that they're going to discontinue all support for the game. Um, it's kind of not entirely clear what that means. We don't know if it means all the achievements are going to go down or if you'll be able to connect to the services and earn any of the achievements at all. Um, so I've just figured I'd get everything done before it uh, does die, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> One of the devs actually posted in our forums, didn't he, and said I'd treat it as if none of it's going to work. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. To achieve its forums where all the stuff is posted hot <laughs> off the press. Um, Dave, what else have you been playing? So I've had a bit of a um, nostalgic trip through uh, Leapfrog. Okay. 
I was so Leapfrog's been running the last three weeks nearly now. Yeah, I guess so. Might be a bit more than that now. Um, and the quick recap for those that don't know: so each day you have the um, target achievement ratio goes up by 0.2. Um, we'll cover the cover the rest of the contest in a bit, but um, I think we're at about five point five point eight today or something like that. Mm. Um, so in order to to get to that point, you've been. We but we made it easier for people to figure out an achievement that they can get by having a little valid achievements button on the on the hub. So you can click that; it will show you um, achievements that are of the required ratio uh, that you are that are in games you've played that you haven't earned yet, and um, they're sorted by ratio. So in theory, the uh, the ones at the top should be the hopefully the easiest to get. So what have you what have you been playing to get them? So I ended up going back to Call of Duty Four. Did Mile High Club. Ah, oh, I tried to do that last year, and I spent quite a long time trying it and failed every time. I and, kept getting stabbed by the man in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Because and, uh, when I played Call of Duty 4, I didn't really care about achievements at all. Yeah, exactly. Not did I So, and then that was one one of the ones that was about two ratio or something. So I was just trying to get as many as possible without having to start something new, like yes. Project Spark or... Quite a lot of people are using it stuff to clear like up old games aren't they so yeah did that it probably took me about an hour i think maybe it's weird though sometimes you get so far through and, oh, you're no, dying, no. and then next thing yeah you'll die straight away at the beginning because that guy yeah. come out of the toilet <laughs> it's really strange <laughs> but yeah and i think it used pure look like that i was like the screen was red by the time i got to the end like i was getting shot from all over the place just straight <laughs> through um did went back to Left for Dead. That I think that was what was that? Turret kills. Sat grinding out turret kills one day. I did some stuff in Forza Six. Nice. Finished the division finally. Whoop, whoop. Me and Jack both finished that. Excellent. Yep. And then that's pretty much it. I started Quantum Break. Did it? Kind of, I think I got through the first up to the first TV showy bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Have you not? Fin- I didn't think you'd. Fi- I didn't realize you'd not finished that game. Are no. you enjoying it? From what I played, it was okay. Um, I'm not sure on the TV bit. It seemed like no. a, a low budget kind of thing you'd find on like the Sci Fi Channel or something. Oh, like a fan yeah. movie, didn't it? Not yeah, a, like an official production. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed a bit weird though because the characters are so detailed. Why not do these bits in CGI? Why do a whole separate yeah thing that takes you out of it? it seemed a bit weird. Yeah, it but... does. It does take you out of the experience. I agree. Okay, um, and Jack, I think you've picked up Oli Oli this week, Oli yeah. Oli 2. So that's on sale this week. Uh, if you're yeah. in the UK, I think it's down from about £8 to £1.60, which that is pretty is good. cheap. Which one is it, Oli Oli or Oli Oli 2? Um, it's just the first one. So the, oh, the original one, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Oli Oli 2 came out, out. so that's mm-hmm. probably why. I think we've got a review up on site for that, so mm-hmm. that's worth a read. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't really sure what to expect, to be honest. I just picked it up because it was cheap and, uh, wanted to kind of play something arcadey, but yeah, different. It, I quite enjoyed it. I played it on, uh, it was on PS plus yeah. six months ago, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's just, um, a platformer, I'd say. Um, use skate. <laughs> it's not a platform. We had this argument yesterday. Um, okay, carry platform. on. Hey, let's not talk about genres. <laughs> okay, uh, but you basically hold, um, hold the left stick down, and when you release it, you'll jump and Ollie. dependent on yeah, your lolly, and dependent on which kind of how you move the stick, you'll do different tricks, and it's all about kind of keeping a. Uh, uh, not a rhythm, I suppose, but it's kind building of building combos. Yeah, it? building combos. And you've got to tap A when you're close to the floor to do a perfect landing. Yes, that's what I struggled with. I think on that. Yeah, so kind um, of through the first couple of levels, and it is uh, quite difficult. But I seem to remember the achievements. Well, the trophies when I played it on the PlayStation were really tough to actually get. Yeah, that's quite good though because it means I haven't unlocked any so far, and I've played oh, wow. <laughs> through the first world, which is great. Is it one of them games where you've got to kind of break your thumbs to? <laughs> yeah, Jack's favourite games. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Um, so there's uh, kind of standard levels, which are a bit easier. Then when you complete all of the challenges on the standard level, you unlock the pro levels. And then when you complete all of the challenges on the pro levels, you unlock the rad levels. Um, rad, dude. <laughs> I believe, um, from what I was reading, 
the rad levels you fail instantly if you land anything other than perfect. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, it's crazy. As you mentioned, it's like a t- it's like Trials. It's like a two D. Mm-hmm. It's not like a it's not like Tony Hawk's or anything. It's actually just two D small two D levels. Yep. Cool. So, so that's what we've been playing. Um, let's talk about some events that are currently running on the site. So the Ultimate Head to Head Final uh, is taking place this week. Uh, I think it's fair to say that it's probably over at this point. Um, the final is between Kakao and Daniel JJ fourteen. Um, this is actually the 11th period. So these guys have come through 10 uh, matches prior to this one. Uh, we had a bit of a nightmare in that um, anyone that's been following the threads will know that these two didn't have particularly great um, games in common that they hadn't finished. So, in fact, they they only had nine games altogether between them that um, they both had uh, not finished, that they both had in their collection. And of those... I think five of them were pretty much unusable because one of them had virtually completed it and the other one had barely started it. Um, But fortunately, one of the ones that was in there was Rare Replay and obviously there's 200-odd achievements in that game Um, and both of them had quite a lot of games that they hadn't even started. So uh, we used that. We had to manually pick this list. So we we we, um, randomly chose about 10 from Rare Replay and then manually pick the rest um, ourselves and we chose some interesting ones from Hexix um, Geometry Wars the original Geometry Wars and um, Battle Block Theatre um, and we also threw uh, seriously 3.0 in there as well because <laughs> neither of them have it just as a, like a tiebreaker we realised that yeah, it's highly unlikely that they'll get that um, the the score is currently 19 to 16 in Kakao's favour, um, and the only one he has left to get is seriously. I think Daniel has already conceded defeat uh, three days before the end, or maybe four days before the end. It's Monday, isn't it? Um, so uh, congratulations to Kakao. Uh, it's been a, a really impressive contest. I think it's probably the the most positive feedback we've had mm-hmm. um, about any individual contest we've ever run. So we will look to do... Um, either a, a similar or um, identical contest within um, six months or, or a year and maybe some sort of league thing or maybe some sort of group stage so that people can have a bit more time playing it. Um, but yeah, it's been fantastic. So thanks to everybody that's played it and given their feedback. I think it's gone really well. Uh, the other event, as we were just talking about, that's currently running is Leapfrog. Um, we changed it up this year, uh, as I said earlier. So it's just a single achievement required each day um, rather than one more than the previous day which it was last year and again the feedback on this rule change has been really really positive I think something like 100 to 1 in in favour of of, um, this rule change so there's a lot more people still in it Um, we are as I say I think we're in period 20 let's just check I think it's 22 or 23 now Um, the target period is 5.2 target ratio is 5.8 for this one um and we've still got 489 people in it out of the nearly 2000 that started so really impressive that um so many people are in it i think as i say it's easier to stay in now because you only need that one achievement even though that achievement itself in theory gets harder each day um just because you need only one i think it gives people more chance to stay in for longer so that i imagine that's going to continue for another few weeks um we actually thought this rule change might mean yeah. it was a shorter competition. <laughs> but um, given the number of games like Rare Replay um, and Master Chief Collection, where there seem to be a lot of high-ranking, mm-hmm. and things like even things like Project Spark, a lot of very high-ranking achievements that are not that difficult to get, um, it looks like this could go on and on, which is cool. So um, we will next time we do a big contest like that, I think we might PM everyone on the site because a lot of people have mentioned that they didn't get a chance to register or they weren't aware it was happening. So um, they are a lot of fun and they give you a chance to play a lot of games that you've probably forgot that you had or got bored with or um, just moved on from without having a chance to finish. So um, they, they do give you a chance to, to uh, play some of your old collection, which is good. Um, Jack, genre voting... Speaking yep. of genres the other day. Yeah, that's um, been alive for three weeks now, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so first batch of votes has finished. That's uh, worked out really well. Um, I've had a quick look over the kind of results from that, and it's uh, all pretty reasonable so far. 
Excellent. Uh, which is good. I think we've had, uh, I haven't checked for a couple of days, but we were pushing on about 25,000 votes the other day. Yeah, that's, that's really is, good. It's phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So if you're voting in those, thank you. Uh, please don't lose interest because obviously this is going to be a th- yeah. <laughs> essentially a three-month process to get every, a, every um, game done. Probably do a story for it every two weeks. Yeah, um, just to remind yeah. people um, to go and get their votes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um, obviously, we will wait until we have all the voting in mm-hmm. for all the games before we switch over um, to the new systems and leaderboards. So um, that's a couple of months away still. Um, site news, We are, Jack and I have been working for probably a month on um, sprucing up, shall we say, the homepage and the news stories. Um, so pro users will get a first peek at a new homepage and um, new story design either today or Tuesday next week. It's a bank holiday here on Monday, so um, possibly Tuesday next week, depending on how we get on this afternoon and how long this podcast edit takes. Um, hopefully you like it. We've been through it with the news hounds. They all really like it now. Um, it's quite different, the homepage, and the news stories are very different, but all of this has been... Um, all of this work has been done to try and make it a better user experience. So things should be easier to read, easier to find. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, so look out for that. Um, once the pro guys have given their feedback and we've tested it on a, a, sm- a smaller section of the site, uh, then it will go live for the whole site um, probably a week later, maybe a bit longer than that. So I'm on holiday, um, but we hope to have it all up in time for E3. Uh, there's also a pro-only forum that's been created um, for feedback on that. So if you want to get in the pro-only forum, uh, you can buy a pro account on on the site. We will post a link to it on this podcast story. Moving on to gaming news, Dave. Yep. So the one that was spotted earlier today, I think this is probably the, off first, the press. first time <laughs> it's kind of been done. Uh, I think Canada only is Microsoft Canada are offering discounts of up to $75 on an Xbox One console based on your gamer score. Ooh. So uh, there's four tiers of discount that you get. Um, if you got 25000 plus, you get $75 off. So that's the top tier. Which is probably tier. most people on TA. Yeah. <laughs> don't have that. Uh, 15 to twenty. Or nine 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 is sixty five dollars off. Ten thousand to fourteen nine 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 is fifty five dollars off. And not to nine 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 is forty dollars off. So even if you got naught, you still get forty dollars off. Yeah, it's pretty it's, cool that, that they've actually used Gamerscore for something. Yeah, no, I think that's the first time I've seen something like this. There was a time when they were doing Xbox rewards. Sort of, used yeah, to do, rewards were tied. To- but they've changed that to just how much you spend now, haven't they? On the marketplace. <laughs> So um, this is interesting in for a couple of ways, really. As you say, it's the first time that Gamerscore has been used for discount that we can think of. But it's interesting that only Xbox Canada are currently doing this. Uh, it seems like they, the different regions obviously seem to have different marketing departments that can make independent decisions. But I wonder if this was just a tester. Yeah. And we might see this appear in other regions soon. Um, but as you say, it's not a particularly high hurdle to um, to get the full discounts. Twenty five thousand gamer score. I think most people on the on the site would have have that. And then my girlfriend doesn't care. I think she's probably got over twenty five thousand. So. Really? Yeah. Most of them on your tag, though. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find. Yeah. Um, what else have we got in the news? So uh, June's games with gold got announced the other day. Okay, what uh, we got on the Xbox One? We're getting Goat Simulator. Oh. <laughs> um, enjoy Flappy Bird, everybody who decides to do that. Or oh, Flappy Goat, sorry. Um, the crew on X, Xbox One as well. I think I got, last time I played that, I couldn't get past the menu screen, so I don't. I've, got, I've got the crew, and I put about two hours in, and I don't think I've unlocked a single achievement. <laughs> no. And then on the 360, but obviously also on the 1 through backwards compatibility, we've got Super Meat Boy mm-hmm. and XCOM Enemy Unknown. Cool. So XCOM, I haven't played, but everyone raves about. Yeah, um, Super Meat Boy is like a very brutal platformer yep. um, that I I have, but I didn't really get into. Um, there was a leak 
supposed leak um, <laughs> about a week ago, which listed uh, a load of amazing games. Um, but basically, I think these sites just make a screenshot of a dashboard and plonk <laughs> box art on it because we could do this and, and the work, the internet would go nuts. Um, so don't trust leaks generally unless it's us doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, that had like Red Dead. Um, re- Red Dead went um, back and back, didn't it, a little while ago? Briefly, yeah. yeah. That had Red Dead and uh, what was the... Rise on a rise, yeah, my, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but that was all nonsense. So uh, <laughs> don't believe everything you read on the internet, folks. Uh, um, cool. What else have we got? So oh, we mentioned Jack Project mentioned Spark already. Project yeah. Um, Microsoft released, they said, nearly a million mm. old gamer tags for reuse. And I, I know when it happened, we got way over a thousand within the first 24 hours was it yeah we were picking up obviously um when you sign up on ta not only do we pick up your gamer tag but we pick up your unique your unique xbox as uh user id which or, or zuid as it's known internally um which allows us to track when your tag gets changed so rather than look up your tag each time we scan you we actually look up your zuid and then that returns your tag so if it's changed we can pick that up and yeah within the first I think it was less than that. I think it was about 12 hours we'd picked up a 1,000 changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was both people having their, I guess, old accounts released that didn't have Gamerscore. Some people had signed up alts on the site or friends that never actually scored anything. Um, but also people then going and picking up those released tags as well. Yeah, there was loads um, of two-character and three-character ones that are really... Yeah, there were quite a lot. Of, so... In fact, the interesting thing was in that thread when we posted the news story, quite a lot of people were replying in that thread had had managed to remove numbers or X's and O's yeah. or just <laughs> managed to sort out their gamer tags, which is quite cool to see. Um, and there was a guy who picked up Tony Soprano. So Yeah, very cool. Yeah, there was loads of interesting <laughs> tags going out there. So yeah, check out that news story on the site if, uh, if you want to have a look. Uh, then we also got Batman Return to Arkham. Remastered on the Xbox One. Coming. Yeah, so uh, this July. is the two Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Yeah, being remastered for Xbox One. Um, Arkham Asylum, one of my favourite games. I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah, th- yeah, I loved the first one. Yeah, it was superb. So uh, if you've not played those games, definitely pick that up. And then we got the uh, announcement for Battlefield One. Yes, the internet went mad. Yeah. So this one's going back to... World War One. World War One. yeah. Uh, the trailer looked quite impressive. Yes. And I, think I'm not, it, I, I, didn't, it, I know everyone's gone mad for this, but World War One to me, isn't particularly exciting. I don't know why. Maybe I've played too many it's just World nice. War I shooters in my time. So I think it's just nice that a game's kind of going back to basics almost because the, like with the Call of Duties it's all gone futuristic and it's all a little bit mm-hmm. it, it's just too you know out there I suppose well it, it was quite interesting wasn't it because it was directly in contrast to yes College the other announcement Infinite mm-hmm. Warfare the same time. so they're going even further forward yeah and did you see how many dislikes the trailer? I know, had? I know. It was ridiculous. I'm sure it will still sell by the bucket load, though. <laughs> In fact, I've pre-ordered it because of uh, Call of Duty 4 being remastered. Call of Duty yeah. 4 is an absolute classic, um, so I'm very excited to get that. And it's only available if you buy the digital version of Infinite Warfare. Is that right? That's or the be, deluxe well, version. Well, deluxe, yeah, the super expensive version. Yeah, the super expensive one. Um I, which I have pre-ordered because I just I just want to play four again. Yeah. Um. I just I for me I just like my shooters set now. I don't I don't need to go back. I don't need to go future. Just like now, that would be ideal for me. Call of Duty seems to be getting it all wrong for me. It's like they've got three studios, and then they're all doing similar things. That why don't they have one doing now, one doing the past, one doing the yeah. future or something? It seems like weird. Are they? It just seems to be going further and further forward. Like there was space know. battles in the new one in the trailer, wasn't there? Yeah, that was like bizarre. Star Wars or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't over keen on that. Um, there were some rumours that um, cropped up this week about E3. Yep. Um, we haven't published a story on the site yet, 
but we may do. Um, there were rumors about Microsoft announcements relating to Xbox hardware at E3, and there were two... I mean, the, the, they seemed very well-sourced, uh, these rumors, but the suggestion was that they would be announcing a Slim that would come out this year, an Xbox One Slim, and a new version of the Xbox One hardware, like a Plus Plus model with more powerful uh, GPU um, that would be arriving next year. Um, and the just like Sony's um, rumored PS4.5, the extra grunt is mainly for VR capabilities. So there is going to be a tie-up with Oculus where the existing current-gen consoles are not powerful enough to do vr so they're both both these consoles going to arrive because vr is going to take the world by storm (laughs) in the next nine months um with with this extra power but i think the general consensus is that games will have to be playable on your existing xbox one as well any new any games that come out um so you don't have to go and buy a new xbox one just to play new games um but there's a possibility that they will either have VR or better graphics mm-hmm. um, if you play them on the new on the new bit of kit. How do we all feel about this? What about the Slim? Does that excite anyone? Uh, slim doesn't. I think it's almost too early in the generation for it. I would have liked it kind of a year and a half in the future, maybe. I suppose it isn't. It could be a year and a half off still, couldn't it? Realistically, but. The initial announcement, I suppose. Well, no, the, the theory was that it was going to come out this year for, in time for Christmas. So, Okay. Mm, um, yeah, a little bit too early, I think. Um, especially if it isn't kind of increasing the hardware specs in any way, which they obviously can't really, because if people are developing games for the old hardware and the slim, they've yeah, got no, they can't do that. almost be like... I mean, the, the, the Xbox One is a chunky machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine there are people that do have limited space underneath their TV. Um, so it might make sense for them, but as you say, I mean, most people, well, everybody, everyone that's got an Xbox One, it's only going to be a maximum of three years old by the time Christmas comes around. Mm-hmm. It's to seem early for us to be diving in, but I guess they're not looking for sales from people like us. They're looking for sales from people that haven't yet got an Xbox, and if they can sell them a, the same power in a smaller box, I mean, it's not the most attractive box in the world. <laughs> either, is it? Let's be honest, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a thing of beauty. Um, so maybe they'll maybe they'll shift a load more. Mm-hmm. Um, but the VR stuff does anyone is anyone excited about VR? Um, Have you guys even used VR at all? Uh, no, I've dabbled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I want to ask no, anymore. Not, not <laughs> um, I'm quite well, excited I'm, I'm, more, more about the hardware that's going to come out of it. So they've codenamed it the Xbox One Scorpio, and. From information that obviously released yesterday, well, I say released not in any official capacity, but from what people are saying, yesterday, yeah, yeah um, the PlayStation 4 Neo that's going to be targeting 4.14 teraflops, whereas the oh, Xbox One Scorpio, <laughs> this is where Dave and I go for the is targeting <laughs> six teraflops, which right. is insane. So, teraflops are a way of measure, measuring the computational power of the system, so that means yeah. takes into account GPUs. Yeah, all about exactly. the flops. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, six compared to four is a huge increase, and it's going to be 50%. much much beefier than the PlayStation Four. The only yeah. way the new one would interest me is if it actually does like four K. Yes, well, it will do. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it will do that as well. But then yeah. I'd have a reason to pick it up. But other than that, so um, obviously, well, the, th- the three of us are heading to Gamescom in. Um, where are we now? May, July, August, in a couple of months' time. And I think it will be the Gamescom of VR. So we will presumably be getting multiple opportunities to play various things on different VR systems um, at Gamescom. We're there for a whole week. So we will we will come back with armed with more VR knowledge than we have at the moment, which is pretty much zero, <laughs> or at least some experience um, of it. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we, we'll, I guess our opinions will will be shaped more by our experiences in Germany. Um, but we'll pass them on to you and let you know whether VR is worth it. Anything else are we expecting from E3? So our next show, uh, we're currently recording on Friday the 27th of May. Um, our next show in two weeks' time um, will be an E3 special. So uh, the plan is, unfortunately, I'm 
I will be at 35,000 feet uh, flying back from Portugal uh, during Microsoft's E3 presentation, which is spectacular timing uh, by me. It's what you get when you get let your wife book your holidays for you. Um, and uh, But the plan is for me to come straight to the office and we will re-watch Microsoft's thing and then immediately record a podcast um, on that show. So that will be the next um, show you hear and it will be in just over two weeks' time. Um are we? Is there any other stuff that you guys are hoping for? Um, I, th- I know we ask this every year, and it's a very difficult question. Um, I'm just pleased that there's going to be some hardware announcements, to be honest. Um, in terms of games, uh, you can obviously expect more news on potentially some AAA franchises. Um, yeah, I'm hoping new IPs. New, new yeah. IPs. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not all... Microsoft, Xbox, and Windows 10 to kind of thing. Which I yeah, no, um, Phil Spencer did say yesterday, I think, did tweet yesterday that it's going to be all about the game. So I imagine Windows 10 will take a bit of a backseat. That's been getting some bad publicity this week anyway because of the um, forced up- <laughs> updates. Yeah, you click the cross and it just doesn't yeah. download ah, anyway. <laughs> Red cross now means accept. <laughs> um, okay, we won't make predictions, um, but... I think it's going to be reasonably games games heavy again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love watching that show every year. We normally get a few beers and a, a pizza or so, um, which I realise is probably unusual for our American listeners because it's at 9am. But it will be it will be considerably later. By the time we get to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be smashed. We'll be on the vodkas. Um, cool. So we've had um, a slight slowdown in the number of backwards compatibility titles that have been released over the last week I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, or last two weeks I'm wondering if that might be because they're going to do a big raft of them at um, E3 possibly with some big, I mean there's, it's an easy win for them to just go yeah. right at the end of the show oh by the way Red Dead's now backwards compatible or whatever mm-hmm. um, so it, it does feel like it's been slowing down but we have had uh, Black Ops which is obviously huge mm-hmm. Deus Ex Human Revolution Frogger 2 Final Flight Double Impact, uh, <laughs> Fairy Legends of Avalon. And, wow, this is a big title. Fairy Legends of Avalon and Puzzle Geddon. <laughs> never, never even heard of it. Unbound Saga, Magic the Gathering, Joins of the Player Walkers 2012, Hexix 2, mm-hmm. DuckTales Remastered, and Domino Master. And then yesterday, SSX hit as well. Yeah. Um, out of all of those, I can recommend. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 and SSX, which I had a lot of fun with. Um, like, um, Deus Ex Human Revolution, if you haven't played that, it's well worth a play. Yes. It's, uh, really enjoyed that. Which game is that, sorry? Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Well, That's the, not the first one, is it? Is uh, that the full title of the first Deus Ex? Yeah. Or is that a follow-up? Yeah, that's, well, the, uh, Human well, Revolution was already backwards compatible, but this is the director's cut. Oh, right, they okay. brought out like a disc version, like a, a director's cut that didn't work. Brilliant. So uh-huh. they've updated it now so that so works. That director's cut works as well. Oh, that's a bit weird. Okay, let's talk about game releases. So um, before E3, we have we have a load of stuff coming out today, actually. Uh, Tropico 5 mm-hmm. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan on both 360 and Xbox One came out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week on Tuesday, we have... A Dead Island triple bill with um, Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide, which were which are remasters or yeah, yeah. remasters. Okay. Got remasters of the 360 versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the all the lists are up. Um, and Dead Island Retro Revenge, which I believe is a new new title in the franchise because mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it before. Uh, next Wednesday we have a game called Turn On, which is an actor adventure game. Published by Brainy Studio. Uh, achievements are already on the site. Don't know anything about that game at all. Nope. Um, and then next Friday we have uh, various ID sounding titles. We have Anima, Gate of Memories, One Piece, Burning Blood, Hard Reset Redux. I think that's a remake of an old shooter. An old, very tough shooter, if memory serves. Um, Kick and Fennec. And Daydreamer Awakened Edition. Anybody interested in any of those titles? I'll be saving some money. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheap week, I think. Um, and then the following week, just before E3, we have uh, 
Phoenix Furia Soul Axiom. Soul Axiom, I've heard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and In Between, which I've also heard of, uh, which I think is supposed to be very good. And uh, then Mirror's Edge Catalyst is the big one for that week, which I think most of us have pre-ordered. Jack's pre-ordered, yeah. I've pre-ordered. Dave will no doubt get a review copy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on, finally on the Friday, Devil's Daughter uh, releases. So there's a whole ton of games coming out in the next two weeks. But um, watch the site for reviews. Dave, have we got reviews of many of these? Um, I can think of four, five. Okay, so keep an eye on the site for oh, reviews of it. most of these titles that you may not have heard of because there could be some hidden gems in here, hopefully. Um, with that many games, you'd hope. You'd hope for a few a few goodies. Excellent. Um, so, as I said, the next show will be E3 special. Um, tell us what you're hoping for. More hardware, more software, more games. Um, and we will be back, as I say, um, hopefully, almost immediately after the show finishes. We'll try and record pretty much straight away. We'll potentially need to do an edit depending on how drunk we are um and hopefully get that up within 12 hours of, of e3 microsoft's e3 show ending we could even do it live if we're we could uh... even do it live i'll be tanned <laughs> i'll be looking great that's a fantastic <laughs> idea <laughs> so if you want to see my uh, white bits <laughs> check out the live video podcast <laughs> e3 special uh coming soon to a telly near you. <laughs> uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>